0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Med Talks. I'm Saho Nachani, and I'm a junior doctor working in the UK. Now, during this ongoing coronavirus pandemic, I'm sure you've seen this phrase, herd immunity everywhere. Now, have you ever wondered what this actually means? Are you unsure of the concept of herd immunity? And do you really believe in its true effects? Well, in this episode, I'm going to discuss what herd immunity is, I'll talk about how it is implemented, And we'll think about whether it actually works. So, herd immunity, what is it? Herd immunity is a form of indirect protection against against an infectious disease. So, when the majority of the population contract an infectious disease, recover from it, and then become immune to it, it protects the society's more vulnerable people. Right now, as this is a completely new strain of coronavirus, it is infecting everyone from the healthy to the vulnerable, as nobody has developed previous immunity to it. Eventually, enough people will become infected and the virus will find it much harder to come across a susceptible host. And if it tries to invade a person who has previously had it, that person's antibodies or key workers will fight it off before it can do so. Now, scientists believe that this strain of coronavirus, the SARS-CoV-2, is likely to be a yearly feature, and so herd immunity is essential. But achieving herd immunity must happen at a delayed rate and the reason for this is to avoid overwhelming the NHS and other healthcare services. And this is where the social distancing comes into play. I'm sure you've seen the two curves which show the trajectory of spread with no social distancing and the one with social distancing. So by socially isolating and staying in your homes, you're flattening that curve to allow the NHS to cope with the pressures. If we went all out with the herd immunity concept and allowed everyone to get infected at the same time it may achieve herd immunity quicker but the NHS would be in pieces and more people would be dying as a result of its inability to cope. There would be too many unwell patients needing intensive care unit beds and it would be absolute carnage. Another way of creating herd immunity is through vaccines and this is how diseases like smallpox have been eradicated. Now at present, there is no vaccine for the current strain of coronavirus. And so the only way of achieving herd immunity is the natural way. And this means people contracting the virus and then recovering. So when will we reach herd immunity? Now the infectious disease masters and their mathematic colleagues have come up with lots of equations and calculations to work this out for all infectious diseases. Any germs likelihood of spread is expressed as its reproduction number or r naught. And it is estimated that the r0 for coronavirus is between 2 and 2.5 now what does this mean well it means that each person who becomes infected can potentially pass it on to about two other people and in a susceptible population such as ours the virus then spreads in this way from 1 to 2 to 4 to 8 to 16 hashtag quick maths and so on and if half of those people are immune then half of these infections won't happen and so the spread is then halved. The more infectious a disease is, the higher the number of people need to be immune to it in order to achieve herd immunity. So if we compare this to measles, which is one of the most easily transmitted diseases, its r naught number or reproduction number is 12, which would go from 1 to 12 to 144 and so on. Now this is clearly much more infectious and so more of the population needs to be immune to achieve herd immunity. For COVID-19, given that the r naught is around 2 to 2.5, scientists have said that 60% of the population should be immune from coronavirus in order to achieve herd immunity. So how has the UK government approached this? Well, The government has come under heavy scrutiny for not imposing a draconian lockdown early enough. We had the initial advantage of being able to watch what was happening elsewhere, such as in China and Italy. And this should have showed us how quickly this virus can hit and just how rapidly it can spread. Now it appears that the initial strategy by the government was to try and build herd immunity. So whilst other European countries were closing schools and placing armed forces on the streets to ensure cooperation with the lockdowns, the UK was initially only advising the over-70s, people with underlying chronic health problems and people with flu-like symptoms to stay at home. Now, this tactic was quickly changed when scientists advised to the government that if this approach was continued, then potentially up to 250,000 people could die due to COVID-19. Now, we all knew the lockdown was coming, it was just a matter of when. And every day at 5pm, whilst watching the daily update from Bojo, we were wondering when he was going to announce this draconian lockdown. So, what next? This tiny little germ has taken over the world, taken over headlines, taken over conversations, and it has backed us into a corner. It was causing so much havoc that we had no other choice but to completely lock down. But what do we do now? By April 13th, week three of lockdown will be completed. How long are we likely to be held in this lockdown for? It is, of course, an extremely tough decision for Boris and his pals to make. It is the biggest ethical dilemma of all. Do we stay in this lockdown for months and months, which can contain the virus and help the NHS, but on the flip side, it can have so many detrimental effects, such as unemployment, mental health deterioration, domestic violence, Food poverty and child abuse, and so on. Now, nearly one million people have applied for benefits since, since Rishi Sunak made the announcement, and many people have been furloughed in their jobs. Or will the government be brave and slowly allow us to leave our homes to achieve a steady herd immunity? I guess all will be revealed in the next few weeks to months. The most important thing, as always, is to stay safe, stay clean, stay positive and stay at home. Thank you very much for listening. Please do leave some feedback, subscribe to our channel for more episodes and stay tuned. In the next episode, we'll be talking about a vaccine for coronavirus. See you next time.